Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on Demand. No! Who lasts longer in Columbus? John Tortorella or Patrick Laine? They had a spat... Line A lift off an assistant coach reportedly, and Torts benched him. Question is, who lasts longest? How about that? There will always be a market for Patrick Line. And maybe he's not a good teammate, and maybe he's lifting off coaches. I'm sorry, he'll be gone. John Tortorella will last longer than Patrick Line. This is the Rod Peterson Show. <clears throat> I swear it never gets old. That how about that? I know. It never gets old. Welcome, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world to the RP Show. It is episode number 419 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. I'm going to dive right into it. Coming up on the program today in hour one, J.P. Spisso. And I'm quite excited for this because he is a 20-plus year American U.S. Armed Forces vet. He's a mental strength coach working with National Hockey League teams. I have no idea how this interview got lined up. He's been do- He's been on the talk circuit. I don't know if he came to us or we went to him, but obviously I do a lot of the same things. And we're going to talk some NHL and mental strength with J.P. Spisso. Are you ready? Yeah, that's cool. And in hour two, the voice of the Edmonton football team, Morley Scott, because there's so much to discuss in the Canadian Football League right now. As uh, You know what? Let's just jump into the quick six show topics, and we'll segue our way over to that. Let's go, Jordan. Thank you. And I welcome everybody watching on YouTube and Facebook. We invite your comments. I will try to intersperse our quick six here in the warm-up with that. Uh, number one, because we feel we are the CFL show, CFL free agency day two recap. And while I run through these, you CFL fans from across the country, those watching in America and around the world, would you please grade your team's free agency for us in the comments. I like that. Where you are, just think about it and put up where where you think your team, grade your team here as we enter day three. Point two, the Leafs over the Canadiens 4-2 last night. I'm not even doing NHL leftovers here this morning. I'm talking Leafs-Habs. Toronto wins last night 4-2. Point three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers party. I was watching ESPN get up this morning. And I'm like, Cindy, come here. Look at this, Cindy. They're throwing the Super Bowl party from boat to boat in Tampa Bay. And look at Tom. Tom looked like me back in the day, 2 a.m. coming out of Habanos. They're like... <laughs> Steering, and I looked at her, and she's just smiling. She's like, good for them. They're having so much fun. Has anybody checked on Tom Brady today? Can we get to his house? He didn't look too good. He tweet, he he had a great response to the video on Twitter. Did you see that? The tequila? Nothing to see here, just some avocado tequila. <laughs> oh, I know. So, Can we check on Tom? Like, his kid. So he's sitting there on the boat with his family on his $2 million yacht to throw it, the Super Bowl, tro- the Vince Lombardi trophy to Cameron Braid and Gronk on the other boat and nervous. And you can hear his kid, no, daddy, no, in the background. <laughs> oh, it was wild. And oh. I have points on that. So hang on. Point four. 
Uh, BC's Dr. Bonnie Henry made a comment about the Western Hockey League's return to play. It was uh, posted by the voice of the Kelowna Rockets, Regan Bartell. That's where I saw it. She says, yep, I'm all for the dub coming back to play. When it's safe and the disease doctors say it's okay. Take that for what you will. Doesn't look positive No, Dr. Bonnie Henry. Uh, Point five. We'll come back on this, but the Slapshot Sweethearts podcast. How about that? How about that? I was on their podcast. Shannon's in Washington, D.C., and uh, Megan's in Los Angeles, and I was on their podcast yesterday for an hour. I was like, how did you find me? And they're like, we don't know. We stumbled across your show down here. The Shannon in Washington said that. Would, would you talk NHL with us for an hour? And it was amazing. It was fantastic. I'm going to come around to what the topics were. I want to put what their thoughts are on the NHL to you okay. and to you. And point six, Manscaped. We have a new partner, and it's a big sponsor, Manscaped. It's for male landscaping below the waist. Guys... We've been doing it wrong. Uh-oh. Just so you know. So we'll come back around on that. <laughs> okay. okay. It's a whole new world. Manscaped. Thank you. So anyways, back to number one. CFL free agency. Um, can you check? I saw Jeff the Stamps fan said that he thinks the Stamps have had an A-plus in free agency. <clears throat> of course he's going to say that. But be honest. Uh, can, can, folks, can you be honest? With how you feel your team's done in free agency? Not like Jeff, the Stamps fan, but even if they've lost Bo Levi Mitchell, he'd give them an A+. plus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so here we go. It was another big day in free agency for the Alouettes. They signed five players Wednesday after reaching agreements with six on Tuesday. Among those joining Montreal Wednesday were long snapper Pierre-Luc Caron, linebacker Alexander Chevrier, receiver Regis Sebasu, defensive back Kerfella, Emmanuel Exume, and offensive lineman Jason Lozon-Seguin. All are Quebec natives. Hamilton Tiger Cats re-signing Canadian receiver Brian Jones. The Enfield Nova Scotia product has appeared in 43 CFL games, including a stint with the Rough Riders in 2018. That's where I got to know him. Kenny Shaw is back with the Edmonton Football Club. The veteran American receiver signed with Edmonton Wednesday. Veteran punter John Ryan re-signed Wednesday officially with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. In 2014, Ryan became the first Saskatchewan product to win a Super Bowl when his Seahawks defeated Denver 43-8. Uh, the 39-year-old was the Rough Riders' 2019 nominee for the league's outstanding special teams player and was a West Division All-Star. The Ottawa Red Blacks signing Canadian receiver Daniel Peterman, reuniting him with Paul LaPolice. Who was Elaine's boss in Seinfeld? Wasn't it, Wasn't Pe- it Peterman? Wasn't it Daniel Peterman? Yeah, I think Mr. Peterman. Jay Peterman, Clark says? And uh, the Stampeders signing American defensive back Ashton Lampkin. So the Riders are still my team, obviously, 20 years with them. I'm going to give them an A in their free agency. I think that general manager Jeremy O'Day has done very well. I'm kind of swaying. The Argos have always been my number two team. They always have been since I was a little kid. But I probably got more friends on the Argos now. Yeah. With Charleston Hughes and members of the coaching staff and Murph and so forth. So I'm going to give the Argos... Probably an A as well, but A for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So here we go. Andrew Gregg, he's a Ticats fan. He says B+. Keep rolling, everybody. Blake Brown in Kindersley says, I think Jeff the Stamps fan is a Bo Levi burner account. I could see it. I could see it too. You know, 
secretly really likes you and wants to watch you every day and hang out and likes it, but yet he's a hater. Has to get the jabs in there every once in a while. He's a hater. I, I like it. Uh, that would be the greatest. Derek the Duke Myers is watching, and he says, "Unreal, quick six Habanos, Manscaped, Avocado, Tequila, <laughs> crying, laughing over here." Thanks, Duke. And we're just getting rolled up, rolled, just getting rolled up, like in the days <laughs> at Habanos. Uh, point two: Leafs over the Habs four two. I did do a NHL leftovers tweet this morning. Go to my Twitter account at Rod Peterson. The leftovers brought to you by Tupperware. The Leafs are scary. Like, bang, bang in the third period, beating Carey Price. He's still looking for it. And you should not be able to beat Carey Price from a point shot that's not screened, not tipped. You shouldn't be able to. No. Carey was upset with himself. And it. Montreal's a good team. And as far as I'm concerned, Toronto schooled them last night. That's what makes me think the Leafs are scary. I know. And even when they're not getting – you look at – we want to look at numbers, right? So we look at the shot clock, and it's like, it didn't look that great for Toronto. They didn't pile up a lot of shots. But that's not by accident. It's not on purpose, but it's – they don't need to, right? They don't need to. And that shot from the point um, was a rocket into the top corner, beat Carey Price. Yeah, they're they're a good hockey team. They're scary. Sure. They're good. I'm still learning who these Leafs players are, by the way, because we don't normally get Leafs games on TV. Who's this Hall kid that people are comparing you to? The hair. And your hair. I know. I like, somebody said Bergevin, too, because they cut to him with the mat and the hair. It's, I like that better. Justin Hall, the Leafs defenseman. Yeah, he's got hair down to his shoulders, which I'm not really interested in. Brian Kozak says, Blue Bombers get a B, sign their key free agents before the deadline. And then the comments slipped off the screen. So many comments are coming in here. I'm sorry I can't keep up with them. We have a new system here, as we told you earlier. Director Jordan MacGyvered something here. So we have both the YouTube comments and the Facebook comments coming in morphed together. That's a lot of comments. So I'm getting to them as quickly as I can. Uh, Point three, the Buccaneers party. I'll say it again. Right, uh, roll back the comments from the Blue Bombers' Great Cup party when you had Chris Strebler with a 24-pack old Milwaukee under his arm and a fur coat and a cowboy hat. Or any championship party. You win and you can do whatever the hell you want. I'm going to take the complete 180 on this, the reserve, uh, reverse psychology. Yeah, Tom's kids were there. Yeah, boating and alcohol don't mix. All those things. But if you win a championship, apparently you can do whatever the hell you want. Kids, strive for something. Win something. Get to the top of the mountain. And for one day, you can be lawless. And I don't mean Gary. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Win and you can do whatever the hell you want. doesn't mean you can't enjoy the journey to get there, but... You want to have that, I can sleep in, I can do what I want, take care of the responsibilities, right? Take care of your responsibilities, accomplish something, you know, and then reward yourself. And that's what happened. I mean, Tom doesn't drink. It's in the TB12 book that we have here. No I alcohol, think he did yesterday. no caffeine. But, hey, it's not a 100% thing, right? You can allow yourself time to celebrate. And One day. He earned it. I've done a lot of events with Paul Coffey, everybody. He of the multi-Stanley Cups. He's got five or six. Don't forget about his Penguins years. And Koff said, he's on the mic in front of the whole room, and he said, uh, why do we play sports, everybody? And you hear people yelling from the, for fun! No, we play to win. That's why. It's work. You want fun? Go to Mexico for a week. Buy an RV. 
We play to win. It's work. Every day it's work. And then when you win, then it's fun. And he went on to say Vince Lombardi was quoted as saying, winning isn't the only thing. What is it? Winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. Yeah. Something like that. Anyways, he went on to say that. But with Koff, you don't play for fun. It's work. It's work to get to the top of the mountain. When you get there, then you celebrate. I've never forgotten that. Yeah, and what a lesson, too. You know, we want to look at being irresponsible, but, you know, and his kids there. But it's a lesson, right? It's a lesson. The hardest thing to do in the world, and, I mean, you would know this, right, Hmm. considering your history, and I know this in certain aspects. Moderation is one of the hardest things. What's moderation? You know, in terms of food, eating. Well, if I just, you know, snack once a day or once a week, right, and eat clean the rest of the time, I'll be nice and fit and in shape. But once you have a little taste, all of a sudden you clean out the pantry, right? It's the same thing with some people when it comes to drinking or it comes to alcohol and drugs or whatever, right? Moderation is is very difficult. Well, Tom kind of shows his kids, look at, if you do this 99% of the time, the 1%, you can let yourself loose and it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. People checking in from all over the place. Uh, James Henderson in Manitoba says he's playing NHL 94 on my Sega while listening to my favorite show. Thank you, James and Henderson. I wish I was playing with you. The old Winnipeg Jets. Remember playing on that? Oh, yeah. Solani be in the lineup there. Whew. When you hit guys and there's blood on the ice and the <laughs> glass would break from time to time. Oh, yeah, I'm a big fan of NHL 94. We played that a ton back in the day. Uh, um, I was going to go to the text line, but we got time for that. Bucks party. BC's Dr. Bonnie Henry. It doesn't look good. It almost seems like the Dubs East Division's going to get playing. Alberta's going to get playing. Washington's going to get playing. But BC is not. I just didn't get a good vibe from what Dr. Bonnie Henry was saying. And that's her prerogative. She's in charge. Slapshot Sweethearts podcast with Shan and Megan yesterday. Just a fantastic chat. It's live now. And these girls know their stuff. They brought up something. They have a problem with NHL marketing, which frankly I don't. One of them, Shannon, had never been to Canada, and Megan had only been to Mount Tremblay, Quebec, which is a resort town. You're not going there for hockey. And I said, imagine Canada, where we have two complete networks dedicated to hockey highlights 24-7. And it's the number, we're not just the number one sport in the NHL. It's one, two, three, and four in Canada is the number one sport, right? It's all hockey all the time, and their eyes just dazed. And they said, the Lake Tahoe hockey game is next week. And they're like, did you? I said, I forgot about it. Yeah. That was their point. They're like, the NHL marketing, they don't compare to the NFL. They had some issues with it and not being able to buy outdoor classic gear. The jerseys aren't aren't on sale and stuff. And I said, with all due defense to the NHL, because they're making great points, the house is on fire. There are four games suspended tonight. That's eight teams that are sitting on their butt while they go through COVID protocol. So I just think marketing has just been set on the shelf for now. They brought up the Tuka Rask situation, and Shannon in Washington, D.C. said, Tuka Rask was damned if he did, damned if he didn't. If he didn't go to the family emergency, he's a horrible father, <laughs> right? He leaves the bubble, and he's a horrible goalie and a horrible teammate. Yeah. What a, like... Tremendous analysis from these girls. It was just a lot of fun chatting with them. But back to that Lake Tahoe game, I regretfully say I forgot about it. Yeah. Did you? I did. I did. And now I remember, 
And let's remember, they're not playing on the lake. They're playing beside the lake. Right. We're not playing on the lake? Excited, right? First time. That's funny. Burakovsky is going to play on the lake. But, uh, yeah, I kind of forgot that was coming up. And that's too bad. And it's too bad that we're not going to – I mean, I hope we see that game in Canada. I haven't looked at the broadcast schedule. But I hope it's a thing because we're lost in this Canadian North Division, which has been so tremendously exciting. We don't, we don't watch what's going on in the, in, the, in the United States. We don't know what's happening down there. It's kind of no foreign. idea. Yeah, which will make the playoff side of this really fun, really fun with that mystery. It's kind of like when, you know, we go play provincial hockey. You know, Winyard's going to play Milestone. I've never seen them. They're not in our league. This is tremendously exciting. Other, other side of the earth. Mystery, yeah, and you get together, yeah. and it's wonderful. Uh, and just, again, on Manscaped, I don't have the liner in front of me, but that's fine. You're going to be hearing it in our podcast when you listen to it. But Manscaped, it's for man landscaping below the waist, and I'm telling you, We've been doing it wrong. The Razor has headlights. Think mm-hmm. about that for a second. I know. So that's, the, that's the start. Two, I've been using a facial razor for part of the job and a big razor for another part of the job. Those razors weren't made <laughs> for landscaping below the waist. Manscaping is. And then there's lotions and creams and anti-chafing stuff. And it's just like, what, why have I waited so long? I'm not joking. This is not some paid sponsorship here. It's from Manscaped. They've put a lot of work into figuring this out. Okay. It's important stuff, right? You can't have blood stains, you know. No bleeding. Soaking through your pants. There's guards on the razor to prevent that. It's specifically made for landscaping below the waist for men. Manscaping. So they did the right thing. They came to us and other podcasts that are frequented by males and those that love males, and my life's been changed. The headlight gets me. The headlight. It's got headlights. Is it, is, is it all it's cracked up to be? Like, do you need the headlight? Yeah, when, well, you've never had one before, so just wait until you... Right. One Manscaped package came here, so the guys were a little miffed, because we do have a staff of many, and you said, well, what are we supposed to do? What, are we going to share it? Cut joint no. custody. It's like... But it's like heated seats in the car. That's what I envision the headlight to be. You don't know what you're missing until you've had That's it. That's the point. Yeah. And the anti-chafing lotion and the cream. It's, it's unbelievable. They, these guys have figured it out, and they put the work into it. Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20. All one word. The number's two zero. Is JB ready to roll? Awesome. All right. Mental... Strength coach J.B. Spiso coming up. He's worked with a lot of NHL teams. This is going to be fantastic. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come in and warm up at the Four Seasons. You're home for the NHL and UFC. You're watching on Game Plus TV Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook. And listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Support for the Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Dupes, what do you use to shave your nuts? (laughs) Uh, not Manscaped. We only got <laughs> delivered one. We just got, we only got one. I will be using Manscaped shortly, and I hope to live to tell the tale. But I think it's going to be good. They're saying this is better than what we have been using before. 
If you get the review, then maybe I'll pick one up after. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. I got to say, these guys are talking a big game. I was going to say, how long has it been since you took care of things? Uh, not that long, but uh, you're going to learn more. 20% off now with the promo code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back to the RP Show, everybody. Big day, day three of Canadian Football League free agency and uh, a very big night of the National Hockey League. So plenty to get to today, but I'm very, I'm very excited for this interview. I've called up his LinkedIn profile here. J.B. Spisso. You can bring him up the video, guys. Leadership and culture expert, author, entrepreneur, motivation enthusiast, army ranger. Looks like he's carved out of the side of a mountain in his uh, profile here. J.B., welcome to the RP Show. My man, how you doing today? Good, Rod. Very uh, doing well. Worked out this morning, so I was ready for your show. So highly motivated. Thanks for having <laughs> I me. Can, I can tell. Well, that's two of us then. JB, where are you at, by the way, first and foremost? Oh, I'm in beautiful uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Nice, beautiful spot in the valley there where the Golden Knights are home to the Anaheim Ducks tonight. JB, yeah. if you wouldn't mind before we go any further... Because uh, I work as a recovery coach myself. That's the reason why I personally was very excited to chat with you. But for the benefit of our viewers today, what's the um, elevator speech in terms of your story and how it pertains with the National Hockey League and the teams that you've worked with? Sure, great. Uh, well, I'm a retired Army Sergeant Major, so I, you know, I joined the Army middle class kid from Pittsburgh, PA, and. Uh, you know, I joined for the college fund and there's the army recruiter. He said, okay, great. I'll give you, I'll give you four years in the army. I'll give you money to go to college for four years. What job do you want to do? And I was like, I have no idea. He's like, why don't you become an army ranger? I'm like, great. What do they do? And he said, jump out of airplanes, blow stuff up. <laughs> and so, uh, and so there I was on my way and I thought I'd be in the army for four years, uh, go to college, uh, teach high school history and coach hockey and baseball. That's kind of what I thought I was going to do. And then 26 years, years later, it worked out for me. I was in the uh, elite 75th Ranger Regiment. I was a drill instructor. I worked at the United States Military Academy at West Point. Uh, and then when I, uh, when I retired, this became a passion of mine. While I was still in the military, though, when I was working at West Point, the New York Rangers came up for a camp, and that was after the uh, 05. So 2004 was the lockout, I believe. So 05, they came up for training camp and, uh, coach Brian Riley, uh, who's the, uh, West Point army black Knights coach, uh, legendary family, by the way. Um, so he said, Hey, the New York Rangers want to do a develop. I want to do some type of leadership, outdoor team building, something like the military. And I was like, great. What do they want to do? So I went to saw, uh, coach Tom Rennie, and Glenn Sather, both legends. And uh, I said, what do you guys want to do? They said, you know, we want to replicate what the military does. So we put the New York Rangers through this outdoor team building at night, it, uh, you know, torrential rainstorm. You know, how we didn't kill anybody, I have no idea. And, uh, you know, the Rangers ended up, uh, you know, making the playoffs. And so then Glenn Sather saw something in me. 
and Tom Brady and said, hey, you know, you're pretty good at this. You should think about doing this leadership culture development when you retire from the military. And that's kind of how it started. And then uh, that's all I've been doing since I retired in 2010. I do it full time and I try to help individuals, athletes, coaches with uh, leadership and culture development, mental toughness. Corporations, too? Corporations, too. Yes, exactly. It's a huge part of my business. Yeah. So, JB, here's the thing. I haven't been in the military, but I work closely with the military, and I work with sure. um, military officers in with mental health issues and substance abuse issues. Right. And here's what people say to me, the average Joe Blow on the street. Rod, you can't compare military mental strength and toughness to the average, to the public. And I say, why not? Like, is, is that, is it too rigid and too strong for the average John Q and Sally Q public? No, it, it's not. And, and you see it now with this pandemic, everybody's going through it. It was funny because, uh, you know, before, um, you know, last year when the NHL came back and they were going to have this and go into the bubble, you know, I talked to a lot of coaches about, you know, the isolationism they were going to have. I heard you on your show, you know, you know, Tuka Rask, he was damned if he do, damned if he don't. Like, seriously, this it's it's very, very difficult to be in that isolated environment. And, um, you know, one thing that teams learned was, you know, you're on this routine, you're stuck in a bubble. That's like going to Afghanistan and being, you know, being stuck in a remote base camp for a year. It's very, very difficult on, on you mentally. And so what you have to do is just get back to the job. Listen, toughness, mental toughness, you're not born with it. I don't care if your father was tough, your, your mother was tough, your dog was tough. It doesn't matter. It's a learned trait. So you can learn mental toughness throughout your life and then you can lose it. And so you have to continue to work on that day in and day out. And you see this issue with the pandemic, people not working. It's very, very difficult to do. Sure, we're not going to compare, um, you know, wins and losses by a sports team to, you know, military where lives are on the line. Okay, we're, we can't compare that. However, there are, there are so many similarities by building your toughness and to being able to can do, do things to be able to be successful. And it starts with, you know, your positive thinking, enthusiasm, being a good human being, uh, and having a strategy for yourself every single day when you get up. And uh, that's how it starts. No kidding. Would you mind taking some questions from viewers? No, I wouldn't mind at all. Greg Clevgard, viewer says, uh, hey, JB, what's the biggest issues that athletes have these days? Well, I mean... <laughs> I think with athletes, look, it's just like, uh, you know, it's just like being in the military. You know, the military, if you're a special operations guy or gal, um, you know, your tools of the trade are just different. You're using an M4 carbine or some strategic weapon system. And the athletes, you still, that's their tools of the trade every single day. I think what athletes have to understand is, is they have to find what works for them and fit it inside that culture. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of athletes today, and it's okay, you know, don't play for the logo on the front of the jersey. They play for the, their name on the back. And you know what? That's okay as long as you take that and you put it in its proper place. So I think, you, you know, looking at it, um, you just got to continue to develop. And at the end of the day, when you're inside that locker room, it's no different than being inside a military team room or a platoon the men and women around you know if you're a good person. Absolutely. Now, I got a question for you, and uh, sure. this will resonate to a lot of our viewers. 
in Canada, there's only one league playing right now, and it's the National Hockey League. All other lower levels of hockey aren't playing at all. And forget about football, same thing. You know, larger groups, right? The rosters are bigger, but it doesn't matter. They're not playing. And baseball, nobody's playing, JB. And we're talking about junior hockey players that are 19, 20 years old. We're talking about high school football seniors that are grade 11, 12, right? This is a critical part of their life, critical timing. What would you say to those young men and women that are really struggling here 10 months into the pandemic? Sure. Well, first thing I would say to the leaders is why aren't they playing? Okay, because you're 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 killing their spirit and you're killing their mental health. And actually, the science doesn't, you know, shows that they're they're not carriers. So that's number one. And number two, if you are that young man or young woman, you've lost your season. You just got to keep pushing ahead. Don't worry about what time is lost. Okay, because everybody's lost that time. But you have to worry about the path moving forward. And so you have to keep you have to keep yourself going. You have to stay motivated. You have to continue to push yourself forward. You know what? Again, put enthusiasm, put humor, put 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 your your positive strategy in life. And listen, it's not fair. We get it. But what you can do is you can overcome that by moving forward. Outstanding. Well, I I appreciate that because um, they are struggling, right? And they're getting all kinds of different messages. And how are you? How are you on this one when they say, well, everybody's in the same boat? Yeah, it's your draft year. And next year, there'll be twice as many kids eligible for that draft. And they say, but we're all in the same boat. That saying we're all in the same boat, sports or not. How does that sit with you here in this pandemic? Well, again, it's 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 difficult because. You know, you're taking somebody's done this their entire life to try to get that, you know, shred of opportunity to be successful. And you know what? Here's the deal is, um, you know, I used to tell this to athletes all the time. You know, if, 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 if you're good enough, we're going to find you, uh, you know, from working in the NHL, you know, we have scouts everywhere. There's so much data. Um, there's so much film. So just just keep after it. But but more than that. Right. What young people have to understand, whether you're on a high school roster or a collegiate roster or a pro roster, you know, they're filled out with great human beings. And that's what you want. They, those rosters are filled out with, with, with good, high character people. And this is what I want you to understand. You know, the sport is not the success. Sure. Some of you out there, you're going to play this game professionally. I hope you all do. And you're going to make a living at it. However, you're all going to be a professional at something. And so if you use that as your foundation of moving forward and being successful, then when you go into an interview and you're a winner, you're a champion, you're being part of a team, no one's going to ask you how many goals you scored, how many assists you had, or how many, what was your save percentage? They were going to be, they're going to want to know, were you part of a team? Were you part of a winner? Absolutely. Well, JB, we've covered a lot of ground here, and I know that when you first hear it for the first time, it's like a machine gun came at you, right? Like, it's like, whoa, right. <laughs> that's a lot right. of stuff to absorb. So I'm going to let that sure. sit and let people think about it. What would you like people to know about JB Spiso today, um, your company, that kind of thing, or maybe, you know, motivational words moving forward? Sure. Yeah. What I want everybody to understand is, look, I'm JB Spiso. You can find me on uh, Instagram at at uh, JB Spiso, my company's uh, JBS Leadership Consultants LLC. I got a book out, Warrior Leadership. It's a great book to help you uh, move forward and prepare yourself. And this is what I want everybody to take. Every single morning when you get up, you have to set your mind for victory. I'm here. I'm improving. 
I'm thankful. I'm moving forward. You have to set your mind for victory every single day. Outstanding. Check your LinkedIn. I've just sent you an invite. JB, stay okay, strong. Great. I appreciate the time uh, this morning, my man. Thank you. Okay, Rob. You take, take care. Thanks, buddy. JB Spiso joining us. And for those that just tuned in, I'll say it again. Leadership and culture expert, author, entrepreneur, motivation enthusiast, army ranger for leaders on the ground. Does that make you want to go to war, Jim? Oh, yeah. You ready? Let's go. All right. Sports update here. And then we'll get back on topic with day three of CFL free agency. I'm asking you for your grades of your team. And so far, nobody's getting a failing grade. Did you see that? Mm. What do the Ticats say? A B. Stan Peters fans says an A+. Plus. He's always going to say that. I've given the Riders an A. No tough love, eh? Yeah, nobody's failing. We're just treating our teams with kid gloves over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyways, all you Canadian Football League fans, you people, please chime in with a grade for your team here through free agency. Anyways, the Toronto Maple Leafs sit atop the NHL standings after their fourth straight victory. Justin Hall and Ilya Mikheyev scored 42 seconds apart early in the third, and the Maple Leafs defeated the Montreal Canadiens 4-2 at Centre-Rebel to improve to 8-0-1 in their last nine. Norman Powell scored 28 points, Spicy P added 26, and the Toronto Raptors made 19 three-pointers in a 137-115 win over the Washington Wizards. My guy Bradley Beal didn't really stand out, but he did lead the Wizards with 24 points last night if you watched that game. I'm telling you, he's my favorite player in the NBA. Bradley Beal. He's good. You heard it here first. Oh, yeah. Canadian coach Steve Nash just wanted to see his Brooklyn Nets compete harder and tougher, and they did. Kyrie Irving had 35 points, and the Nets were defensively dominant in the first half in shutting down the Indiana Pacers 104-94 to snap a three-game losing streak. The Red Sox have sent Andrew Benintendi to the Kansas City Royals in a three-team trade that also included the Mets, parting with the final member of the outfield trio that helped Boston win the 2018 World Series. And your daily racing update. All right. New number, new day, new time. Same result for Kendrick Motorsports. Alex Bowman and William Byron swept the front row Wednesday night in qualifying for the Daytona 500, giving Hendrick its 14th pole and sixth in the last seven years. Bowman posted a lap at 191 miles an hour to earn the top starting spot for the second time in his career. That's like how Jordan drives coming into work every day. (laughs) The 40-car field is determined through both the time trials and a pair of qualifying races tonight. NASCAR sold 36 charters that guarantee those owners slots in the field, which leaves eight drivers vying for four open spots in the Super Bowl of stock car racing. Wow. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room that can handle all your food and fun needs. Visit their website at ballersrecroom.com. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. I know you're in the racing. Yeah. How are you with, like, the Gs, the G-forces? Like, if you're going around at 200 miles an hour, would you be okay? Absolutely. Hitting those corners? I'm at least willing to try it. Okay. That's good. CFL talk. Leafs talk. Shea Weber. Was it a dirty shot last night on Johnny T.? The real Johnny Hockey? I think so. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, Facebook and YouTube Live, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Okay, back at it. Back on track. Live on YouTube and Facebook. And let's get the comments coming in. We're going to talk hockey. We're going to talk football. Maybe for Jordan Motorsports. But we were talking about manscaping earlier. And manscaping is our newest partner here on the Rod Peterson Show. Landscaping for men below the waist, okay? Patrolman Pete is watching on YouTube, and he says, blood stains soaking through your pants? What the hell are you doing down there, DuPont? <laughs> Just in, in uh, to clarify, I've never had blood stains soaking through my pants. But, but those little I could, dabs. I could see it as a hazard of the job. Those right? dabs. Yeah. I'm asking the viewers, what is your grade for your CFL team so far through free agency. I see that Three Down Nation is referring to waves that were through wave one of free agency. I've long referred to them as phases. And to me, I think I said it yesterday, phase one was last week when the Argos and Ottawa cut their quarterbacks, swapped quarterbacks. Riders cut Charleston Hughes. He was in my top three free agents available That was phase one. Phase two was Tuesday when it opened, and those were the likes of James Wilder Jr. and linemen like Micah Johnson and Evan Johnson. Anyways, enough about that. Don Muir is watching in Winnipeg, where we've got a lot of viewers, Darren, as you know. Yes. And he says, what grade do the Bombers get for re-signing most of their players before free agency started? Guys have been re-signing for months, and that's the mark of a really good general manager, which clearly Kyle Walters is. And I wrote a few weeks ago, in retrospect, maybe Kyle Walters should have won the general manager of the year in 2019 for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. There isn't even a GM of the year anyways trophy, but there should be. Connor Baber says, I'm giving O'Day a grade of B. Sign Judge, and he gets an A+. Cameron Judge still waits out there. But just back to the Winnipeg thing. Any GM that gets all his work done ahead of free agency has done his job. It's not... All of their work. You saw Bryant Mitchell, friend of this show, former Edmonton Eskimo and Tampa Bay Buccaneer, signed with Winnipeg. I don't know if you saw his quote upon the signing yesterday. He said, this is the place players want to play. And can I say something about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers? This isn't kissing up. When Marcus Adams, a couple of years ago, was a guest coach there, you know, Chunky. Oh, yeah. He's now coaching high school in Prescott, Arizona, but or sorry, Scottsdale, but he came out of that camp and he texted me and he's like, Bombers are going to win. Maybe not this year, but in the next, they're on the right track, man. They've got the culture. That was from Chunky. And I said, and people laughed, are the Winnipeg Blue Bombers on the track of becoming the flagship team of the Canadian Football League? People laughed. It used to be Edmonton until about 08. And then it was Saskatchewan, and here we are in 2021. That's 14 years ago, man. That's a long time. So what's Winnipeg got right now? They have the Grey Cup. They had a $3.5 million profit in 2019, and now they're the place the players want to go. What other criteria are there for the flagship franchise? You that, tell me. That's it. I mean, it's a destination for the players. Now there's success. You've got the facility. You're making money. You have merchandise people want to wear. You have a team people are proud to cheer for. 
That's all the makings of a flagship franchise. And they appear to be number one across the board, right? So I can get behind Winnipeg as the CFL's flagship franchise. Absolutely. I'm just saying these things shift without you even knowing and all of a sudden one day it's, whoa, it's like getting old. You don't know what is it's happening, and one day you're going in to get a haircut, and it's like, can you trim my nose and my ears and my eyebrows too? How did this happen? <laughs> Has that <laughs> happened yet? Oh, yeah. It happens. From Wayne and Victoria, I always believe that manscaping is a do-it-yourself job. LOL. Yeah. I don't want to get out. I don't want to get too weird. Some people were uncomfortable with my post on social media yesterday, if you noticed. And that's okay, because we will sponsor anything and everything here on the Rod Peterson Show. But a guy from Global TV, a salesman there, said, too much information. Now I'm checking to see Unfriend me then. Checking to see if these nose hairs are out of control. I noticed you were looking at yourself. If I'm I'm getting old. James Anderson says, can't wait for the Jets game tonight. I think PLD will be better tonight. I give the Bombers a B for bringing everyone back. You guys tell me back there when we can go for a break, and maybe when we come back we will. Bill Clark says we can break any time. Jets and Sens tonight, by the way. Slump Busters tonight mm-hmm. coming to Bell MTS Place, the Ottawa Senators. We'll talk some hockey. I never did get his take on Shea Weber's hit on Johnny Hockey last night. And that's what I call John Tavares, by the way, Johnny Hockey. Was it dirty? I put that in my NHL Leftovers tweet, and <laughs> quite a reaction we got for that. So we'll be right back with Viewer Takeover. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook. And listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It is uh, the Viewer Takeover segment. I want to remind you that the voice of the Edmonton something-somethings is coming up next hour. Morley Scott from 630 Chad. Mandy in Edmonton says, did you see the description for the name being called the Eclipse? It takes a special breed to live in the dark all the time and will knock other teams lights out it can't be the Edmonton Eclipse that's so not cool yeah no can you find the comment from Mandy regarding Morley being in a tough spot guys if you have it just came up she she says Morley's at a tough spot speaking on behalf of Edmonton Morley's going to have a tough job he can either be honest and say the names are a fail or dishonest to save face well, Tory Gurley just a couple of weeks ago predicted that Edmonton's on the way to winning a Grey Cup. Trevor Harris, Jamie Elizondo. I said James Wilder is my most exciting signing in free agency. But with Mandy saying that, are we all starting to c- clue in on how this business works now? Because I was talking to a team broadcaster last night. Let's just leave it at that. And he said that he's at war his radio station with the team because they're too hard on the team and they don't pump the team up enough. And I said, your team's been in last place 
for as long as I can remember. How is that your problem? How is that the radio station's fault? But it is. And Dominic Foxworth on ESPN was saying the other day about all these NFL superstars that want out because the teams are a rudderless ship. Deshaun Watson, great example. Uh, Any crappy team in the NFL, the top quarterback seems to want out. And uh, Foxworth goes, the team executives think that's a bad player. What are you talking about? Shut up. Well, maybe you guys should look in the mirror and get your act together, right? Because your star players don't want to be here. But nobody will look in the mirror. I know. Is the point. So with Morley, we'll see what he says. But it's not as much fun as it used to be being the voice of a team, particularly a crappy team. I can't imagine that it is. Yeah, I really can't imagine that it is. It's tough. And especially with social media and the world being so much smaller and all the players talk, right? They all communicate from team to team. That always never used to be the case. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, you hear how much fun it is to win a championship and how great it is. And I'm just as good as that guy is. I'm better than him. I should win a championship. I need to win a championship. And now you're all thinking of your personal brand and life after football. And, you know, if you have rings on, your brand is worth more after football. So it's cutthroat. Odell Beckham Jr. has come out and said he wants to play for Tampa Bay. He wants to play. Here's the quote. I want to play for Tom Brady. Did you see what I did there? He didn't say I want to play with Tom Brady. He said I want to play for Tom Brady. And Darren's been tracking what's been going on with the Bucs the last few weeks far more closely to me. But he than I have, but he has been insanely demanding on his teammates and coaches. Yeah. And look at the fun they were having yesterday. So much fun. And they, and they realize it after, like, look, I know I didn't like this, and I know I wasn't maybe a great teammate, but I get it now, and I respect it. You know, you might not like it, but you respect it. And that was the issue they talked about in Tampa throughout the year is Tom had to learn, too, that he couldn't push the guys as hard in the heat as he could in New England when it wasn't as hot for all those training sessions. But as it started to cool down, the temperature shifted a bit, they could work longer in the days. And that's why Tampa got better as the season went along, right? He could start getting more and more out of them on the field. To the topic of what's the grade for your CFL team here through two days of free agency, Bob in Grand Prairie, Alberta, writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line at 306-840-8777. He says, E.E., is an A for sure. Great Cup year 2021. By the way, I watched the CTV Supper News last night. They had a poll. Will there be a CFL season? What would you guess was the answer? Yes. 52% said no. Whoa. Just saying. Ray in the six writes in. He says, hi, Rod. CFL free agency. Toronto Argonauts. A plus, plus, plus. Charleston Hughes. Big. Argos. Told you. Consider me on the boat. I'm getting, we're getting on the Argo boat. Brady and Saskatoon are high rod. Habs fell apart last night. So no sense of urgency or wanting to play at all. Raptors with a blowout win against an easy Wizards team. Do the Raptors remaining in Tampa for the rest of the season make them instant contenders? I don't think it matters where they play. I really don't. Our poll question today, by the way, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is the Bucks team boat party was legendary or overboard? 75% on Twitter saying it was legendary, where they were throwing the trophy back and forth from boat to boat, and Tom Brady had to be helped into the parking lot. <laughs> That's quite a party.
Uh, thanks to J.B. Spissel, mental strength coach in hour one. Morley Scott in hour two. Stick around, everybody. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV and your favorite digital platform. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.